Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Episode 23. If we were basketball fans, that'd be a Michael Jordan reference, but we're not, so we're a podcast. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And we're back. And we're going to do kind of an, a spring kickoff because the sun came out today for probably the one day of the week it will come out because it's been raining like crazy and driving us nuts. But And for our listeners, because and those of us that know us, we're trying as hard as we can to launch exotics this year. We really are. But it's, it's not untypical, though. Usually no. it's delayed two or three weeks. No. People, we'll, we'll always get that one guy, though, who has to chime off like, it should be rain or shine. We're like, all right, so you're volunteering to stand yeah. out in the rain for five hours and wash every single car. And then come back and wash all of our cars, right? Right. So, no. Spotless, though. Not just wash. Like, inside Spotless, and out, yeah. inside the wheels. To, to our standards. To yes. our standards. I'll tell you. So we appreciate you, young guy on Facebook who doesn't own an exotic. You know everything. Absolutely. I'm going to link this to everybody who put, like puts that in. Just a sound clip of that section. Yep. Like It's the most annoying thing in we the world. We know who you are. What's the, <laughs> what's the line from Tommy Boy? I know where you live. I've seen where you sleep. And your mother will scream when she sees what I've done to you. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, it is sunny. There's not a cloud in the sky right now. I'm looking, uh, yeah. out, looking out the window. It's absolutely gorgeous as we look down on Bellevue Way here. But Dan and I thought it'd be a good opportunity to kind of uh, update everybody on what we've been up to. Some, a little bit of fun events we've been to what's going to be going on throughout the summer, some of our plans. And um, I wanted to start this off because I thought it was really funny. Um, as Dan and I were prepping for this, I was reading through some articles and um, Dan about fell off his chair. The, 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 the headline was Florida woman blames cocaine in purse on windy day. And this lovely Florida lady was pulled over and, and the, the, uh, the officer, it smelled like marijuana in the car, and so he, she's, and her response was, when he found everything, was, I don't know anything about the cocaine. It's a windy day, and it must have flown through the window and into my purse. That's a new one for, I mean, that's pretty, for somebody that was probably high on marijuana and cocaine, pretty good excuse. It's a very Florida story. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you, Adam Carolla's old It blew old out bit. of the bayou. Do you remember Adam Carolla's old bit, Germany or Florida? No. He used to have, on his show, he did this headline thing where it was, I think the bit was just called Headlines, and they would read the headlines of stories that were just insane. Yeah. And it was Germany or Florida. Which one did this come from? This actually came from a, a former radio host here, um, Fitz. I mean, it's from the What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. From the wolf. Yeah. yeah. From the wolf, yeah. But um, I just, I, I came across that, and I was like, that's too good not to share with the world. I mean, you know, so. One, don't do cocaine, and if you do, blame the wind. <laughs> Probably didn't work so well for her. She it. was probably hoping the wind would blow it away and out of her purse, not into her purse. So. One dude, have you seen the one guy getting arrested in the back of the cop car? And it's the rear camera from the cop car. Mm -mm. And they have they take the drugs out of his pocket and he eats them all while he's being handcuffed. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Straight out of Super Troopers. Oh, God. Which, again, that's coming out. Cannot wait. Yes. I know you haven't watched the commercial, so I'll keep all my comments to myself. But... I don't watch preview movie previews. I like to be surprised. Yes. <laughs> We, we like to surprise Dan, don't worry. It happens a lot. <laughs> um, one of the major things that uh, Dan and I were luckily, lucky enough to attend this last week was the, uh, the preview of the Lamborghini Urus. Yeah, which uh, I wanted to hate. I'll admit it. I, hate I it. really wanted to hate it. Um, as many of you know, uh, Lamborghini of Bellevue had, was just, well, it was about a year ago, was uh, purchased by an, uh, the Open Road Group out of um, Canada. Yeah, just across the border. Not they're not. I don't, I don't think they're Canada nationwide, but they're all over Vic, yeah. uh, Vancouver area. So Langley and those areas, and they have just about every brand under the sun: Audi, Genesis, BMW, Toyota, Mazda, everybody. Also, Karma that I found out today. 
Is 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 it actually is is the brand? So obviously that's the Fisker Karma, but it is the, the brand Fisker is now karma. called Karma, or yeah, it's just the Karma brand. Um, they have two cars launching. One's the that shuttle thing, yeah, which is just kind of perfect for what it's designed for. It's just for shuttling people around a small area. But then they have the the Fisker Karma being relaunched as a new car. And until I went through their their uh, Open Road Auto Group website. I hadn't looked at Fisker Karma in forever. The last, I mean, there's still a few running around Bellevue because it's Bellevue and it, yeah, anything We used electrics. to have a dealership here on yeah. uh, Northeast 8th. The new one is amazing. And I really hope they give uh, Tesla the competition they deserve because, man, the new one is rear goal wing doors. Uh, I mean, I mean, not and not like Tesla rear wing going doors. No, like, like, like up and back, like like reverse like bat Mc, wings. McLaren backwards. <laughs> yeah, McLaren backwing doors. Is yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. and it's 160 mile an hour top speed, 400 mile range, and the interior just looks stunning. And we we were talking about this uh, before. Hen- Heinrich Fisker has designed some absolutely amazing cars. So even the Fisker Karma was really nice and ahead of its Beautiful time. Beautiful car. I just don't think the launch worked. But I mean, he he's done. If you don't, if you're not familiar with him, he's done the BMW Z8, the Aston Martin DB9, the V8 Vantage, the Karma, of course, um, and then he's got some one-off cool cars: the VLF Force One V10, which is based on the Viper V10, insane yeah. car. Um, he he did tends a, to do that, and he did that. He did that uh, with uh, those guys from Gas down in. Um, in in California, they did a Mustang, like a rocket Mustang or rocket yep, money. It was or, called the Galpin Fisker Mustang Rocket, which was, I don't know, if you look at it a little too fast in the Furious Body Kit looking for me, still a cool as car. As funny as it is, and Dan and I kind of stumbled into this, I mean, after after leaving the event, and we're going to get into the Lamborghini Urus event because it's a, a neat part. But after stumbling into and really researching Open Road and, and getting back, we sort of went down a dark hole into the Fisker Karma thing. Um, and... If you haven't seen this Mustang, of all things right now, it just happens to pop up in the news that Salamandran is oh, driving yeah. it around on his podcast. And it's, it's an interesting car. It's, still, I mean, it's, it's a Mustang. It's got the Coyote 5 liter. But, and they redid the front end, which I kind of like. And they widened it. I mean, it's very Fast and the Furious. It's very... What was the movie with the guy from... Uh, Breaking Bad, you know, the Aaron Bitch, the Bitch Oh, Need guy. for Speed. Yeah, but it's like the, it, in fact, it looks exactly almost like the Mustang that he drove in that movie. Yeah, yeah. which is terrible in real yeah, life. Yeah, terrible in real life. But <laughs> as, as is every movie car, though. We well, can't be too hard on it. So. Yeah. Well, it hasn't jumped a curve and hit anybody yet, so it hasn't fulfilled its <laughs> Mustang destiny. But, all right, well, I want to get back on this Lamborghini Urus because, uh, like yeah. I said, Adam and Shaheen uh, graciously invited us. Um, you know, we, we, we dressed in our Sunday best to go see this, and it was an incredible. Being that they had just been acquired by Open Road, this launch was incredible. Oh, yeah, this is the by far. I mean, usually... I think we said it when we were there. It's one of those things we get there and we're like, eh, okay, we'll go. But the launch parties are kind of pretentious and really not that much fun in the past that I've been to. And I'm not speaking of Lamborghini. I just mean other launch events I've been to have been kind of like, okay, here's a bunch of rich guys and we don't really belong here. But whatever, we'll entertain the idea because we do exotics and stuff. This was awesome. Oh, got to hand it to Lamborghini and Open Road Auto Group. This was a really fun event for everybody. Yeah, we were lucky enough to bring our friends along from Drivers Club, uh, Amanda and Doug, who was kind enough to show us that more than one body can indeed fit in the trunk of a Urus. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it's interesting to hang around with people that have the same mindset as you and go, yeah, I wonder if that'd work, and then just do it. <laughs> so. Yeah, we had a great time. Yes, thank you. And Doug's going to be on the podcast here in the next coming months once uh, Drivers Club opens. Um, we're excited to have him on. Obviously, we've had Amanda on. She's a good friend of ours. I mean, she's one of our 
better friends. And she still knows us and still wants to hang out with us. So who knows? <laughs> but so this, this release was held at the, at the, uh, the Woodmark Hotel in Carolina Point. Which we're pretty much regulars at anyway, because they have the best view of Lake Washington on the east side. Great happy hour. Yeah. So if you go, this we should have added. I for think the we, amount of things we plug, we should be paid. I know. I'm well, just. I think we. I think we talked about this a little bit yeah. on the previous podcast of where we go and where people should hang out. Sure. So there's well, we that, did. Yeah, yeah. There's that back bar back there that we keep telling people to go to. It really is a great place to go and hang out. They've got the nice fireplace going. It's a really just. It's a great little date night. It's a great place to go with your car buddies because the parking's easy and free. They validate for free. Don't worry. They and you have to pay to get in the gate or not pay to get in. You have to get a ticket to get in the gate, but it's free. They, yeah, it's so, free. Just stay yeah. long enough and take a drink. Yeah. But they did a wonderful. It was it was of course because of Seattle. It was raining. They did a wonderful outside party in this in this giant enclosed tent with uh, wonderful food and music and so and a wonderful presentation. And then they um, they were lucky enough to uh, a friend of ours. Um, uh, Ben Ben brought his original Lamborghini LM002 they had parked out front. The Rambo Lambo. The Rambo Lambo. And then they did a reveal of, of the Urus. And like Dan said, him and I both went into it going, I, I'm, th- I this doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't, it's not going to be good looking. I remember seeing the original prototype. Yeah. Like that was, that was sealed, no engine down in Monterey and thinking like it was a neat idea. But at the time, you know, none of the luxury brands were getting into this, the high-end luxury brands, and I thought that'll never work. Um, and now with the Bentley Bottega on the market, I think this is going to take a lot of the, the business from Bentley. And yeah, Bottega. it's kind of interesting because they're both, I mean, it, as most people know, they're all owned by Volkswagen. Yeah. So Bentley, Rolls-Royce, Lamborghini, Audi, Porsche, it's all, it's all Volkswagen auto. Don't worry, there will not be a diesel version of this. I wish so. there kind of was, actually. <laughs> but, yeah, and so they, they both share the same twin-turbo V8. Actually, yeah, it is, isn't it? It's the it's the twin turbo. Uh, I know that's what's in the Urus, but what's in the Bottega? Oh, um, I, I actually don't know that one. I think one. it is the V8. Eh, we'll, we'll fact check it after yeah. the break. But uh, anyway, having seen both up close in person now, no way. Like the I don't I, I'm I would be shocked if the buyer of the Bentley didn't buy the Lamborghini, even if you're not a Lamborghini person. This is it's just gorgeous. The interior, especially, it was straight out of a fighter jet. And then uh, to top it all off. We we sat we, got, we had a really good experience of really hands on on this thing. It wasn't like behind a velvet rope where nobody could touch it. We actually got to really get in it and enjoy it and kind of really get a feel for how you fit in the vehicle. The rear seats are more impressive than the front even. This thing has true rear bucket seats, not like bucket, not bucket look, straight up bucket seats. It'd make yeah. an awesome rally fighter. So comfortable to sit in. Like, yeah. So so comfortable and bigger than expected, and yet smaller. And what I mean by that is, when you look at it from a distance, it has a really low roof line. The pictures of this thing don't do it justice at all. It was just uh, as true to Lamborghini as it can possibly get. And that's weird to say about an SUV. Yeah, never. I didn't think they could pull it off, honestly. But you got to hand it, give them credit where it's due. Well, and it's funny because you know Lamborghini's been working on this for five or six years now. Yeah. And and Ferrari has been going. We're never going to do that. We're never going to do this. And Lamborghini introduces the market, and it's selling. And all of a sudden, Ferrari's going, you know, maybe we could do this and do, you know, we'll put a bigger chassis on an FF and, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's about right. Yeah. And, and it's kind of, I'm a little disappointed. The only okay, the only disappointment I have in the whole thing, and I mean it, the only disappointment I have, and Nick and I both talked about this, is the engine. Not because it's not powerful, not because it's not reliable, not because it's not fast. It's because it's completely covered. And one of the most beautiful parts of a Lamborghini is the motor. Okay. Well, but I mean, you know, you and I have also talked about this. That engine is sourced out of the S7. 
Uh, several Audis. It's the Audi twin turbo V8 that you'll find in the S6, RS7, everything. Well, and I mean, and from what I've learned recently, the way that engine works, you, you the turbos sit in the valley, and it, it's almost the opposite. Where you know, when you think you look at a V8 engine and you've got the exhaust coming out the sides, the exhaust actually comes into the valley, yeah. into the turbos, and the air comes in from the side. So, it's not the prettiest engine in the world. And no, if it was uncovered, all you would see is giant wire looms and turbos crammed in, and it's a pain in the butt to work on. I'm told, but uh, it's it is very efficient though. Yeah. And so it functions very well. Uh, the only thing we didn't hear, and I we should, and that, that gives it away, they didn't start it. No, they didn't start it. They couldn't start it. But um, I guarantee you it's going to sound like a Lambo. Yeah. Uh, and that motor doesn't sound bad as, as it is. No. I mean, when you've heard, if you've heard an RS7 before, just a stock RS7 with the performance pack, that, they sound so mean. They're one of the best sounding uh, V8s out there that's not in a Ferrari, which I still think takes the cake for me in V8s. But, man, yeah, it's... It's an impressive vehicle all around. I can't wait to drive one. I'm sure we'll get the chance at some point. I would hope so. And uh, somebody will be dumb enough to give us the keys. <laughs> um, you know. It's a. It would make an awesome rally fighter. We were. I, oh, absolutely. I think it'd be so much fun. I want to find somebody really rich and just really eccentric to lift it and put like 35s on sure. it because that's what I want in life is ridiculous vehicles lifted. But man, I for all of you who have seen the photos and still think they don't want it and they and they hate it. When you see this thing in person, I guarantee you'll change your mind. It's just beautiful. Yeah, I was ready to sell Dan's kidneys, but I mean, it wasn't going to fetch enough. So they're O positive. I got one. <laughs> a good, a good match across the, you know, universal donor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, You're welcome. put that out there. The Rain City Supercars is a universal donor, thanks to Dan Putnam. Yeah. So if anybody has a 675 LT Spider and needs yeah. a kidney, just hit me up. I got your back. Look at that. Oh, hey, that's a it's a pun on the back and the kidney. Uh, I get it. Uh-huh. Like it's one of those things where I, I can't talk about it because it's illegal to technically sell your body parts in the U.S. But <laughs> I think you kind of did. I think you just kind of did. If somebody wanted to yeah. trade for yeah. no money, yeah. I would totally be down for that. I'm totally Help not the, kidding. The, Email me. <laughs> I got a good liver too. <laughs> that's that's Dan wants think. a McLaren at <laughs> yes <laughs> Google.com. No, I mean I was really surprised by this car. Like you mentioned, the interior was absolutely gorgeous it, you really did feel like you were in the cockpit of, of one of the fastest jets out there like we were even talking about the way you put it in gear like it looks like like an old school like throttle for for like a jet it's a yeah. for those of you who are gamers i know a lot of you are you're going to remember this one from the 90s thrustmaster made something called the flight control system and this was the throttle they sold and it looks almost exactly like that like it is gorgeous straight out of a fighter jet which is very much uh, where they get a lot of their influence from on the interiors. What was the is the Reventon? That Reventon, was, yeah, yeah. It was pretty much just a fighter jet yeah. all the way around that stealth look. They definitely moved that same style they've got in the Huracan and the Aventador into the Urus, and they did, and they pulled it off perfectly. And uh, so it's got two screens on, on on top of each other, which is absolutely gorgeous. The way that the stack kind of waterfalls down, and then all of the buttons throughout the car, like everything. Are, are like I wouldn't say I, I was, the word is force touch in my mind, but it's not like you move your it's it's proximity touch. Yeah. So if you hover your hand over a button, I don't mean touch it. I don't mean get close. I mean you hover it like you're going to touch it. Whatever button your finger is closest to will light up brighter. Mm-hmm. So it's a really uh, it's the engineering behind that is great because one of the biggest problems you have with cars with touchscreens is because without the capacitive touch, you immediately have to spend extra time looking at it. That extra time adds up. If you're hovering over something and out of your peripheral vision, you can see it light up really bright in front of your finger, and it's distinct, 
It's just a smarter move. It's it's so cool looking in the car, though, when you're just kind of moving your hand across the dash and it's lighting up as you move. It's so trick. And they're asking a premium for this thing. Don't get me wrong. I think it starts at 240 or 260. Oh, that was 270. Or, yeah. yeah. Maybe two, Still. I think it's two. Yeah. The Bentley starts at like 212, I think. Yeah. yeah so this so. is the highest of the highest end, but it feels like it. It's not, It doesn't feel like a rebodied Q7. It doesn't feel like just something with a Lamborghini badge on it at all. It feels Lamborghini through and through. And I can imagine, um, like, they, they had the specking kit there, and they were showing the colors and the leathers. The, the one we saw was a beautiful, was it like a, a sparkly silver on the outside, and it had, and, and it's, it's this dark, beautiful leather on the inside. I always, I, I, my phrase, the American phrase is, it's like baseball leather. Yeah, you know that um, kind of color. That And it was just, it was just, and it had that traditional Lamborghini, you know, uh, weave in the, in the, into the seats and it was just like you said it was so comfortable in the fact that i remember being in the back of the bentley Bottega with uh, uh one of the sports stars here and he had his knees to his chest he just couldn't fit in there and like this car was really comfortable I and think i was thinking about that yeah i think it's because the front seats have more sportier profile and they're thinner hmm. so it gives you more leg room in the back it could be wrong it could be just the way it was configured but the rear seats also recline and move and yeah they have every adjustment you can think of be but such it, a good road trip car exactly yeah it's one of those things where you know, I mean, after driving like the Cayenne Turbo and the Macan Turbo, there are SUVs that can drive on the level of sports cars on the road. I'm not talking track time. I'm just saying when you're trying to stay in your own lane and you have, you know, actual laws to abide by, you don't, aren't going to get out there and use cars like my Z06 to the absolute limit, no matter what you want to do. No. I mean, not well, without have, endangering it, other people. The roads don't exist. Yeah. yeah. And so this is one of those things where it's, I think the specs on it were 0 to 60 in 3.6. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, it's not slow, and it's moving a lot of weight. Even even though I mean, there a lot of that car is there's a b- bunch of carbon fiber technology, but it's all aluminum and yeah, forged carbon, just like the Performante yeah. throughout the interior. Like anyway, you guys will see the photos, but they're not going to do it justice. You got to come out to Exotics or some other event, or just go to Lamborghini Bellevue and go check this thing out when they, they have it. They, they should have- yeah, they should have one. Adam said they should have one in. In I think July or August, something like that, should we get the first one in? So this there's there's two that are touring the country right now. This one and there's a white one that was up in Vancouver. Vancouver, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's incredible. Photos um, don't do it justice, but uh, yeah, special shout out to Lamborghini Bellevue, our friends there. Thank you so much for the invite. We had yeah. an awesome time, and it was an impressive showcase. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like Dan and I look around and go, "Why are we here?" Okay, doesn't matter. Because <laughs> you know. we have friends that can afford. We, we can get away with this. <laughs> People think we belong. <laughs> no, that was a lot of fun. Um, let's touch. Let's start. Let's start talking a little bit about what's going to be going on with uh, Rain City Supercars this year. Oh man, we have a lot. We are expanding. We're growing. Uh, obviously, we're getting more podcasts. With people have told us that we're sounding better, so I'm going to trust them. Woo! We sound better <laughs> thanks to Dan. <laughs> well, and thanks to the fact that I do the podcast while leaning on a pillow so that I don't tap on the on the uh, table. <laughs> I should take a photo of that. Yep. Uh, True trial and error, though. But uh, thanks for hanging in there while we figured this out. I mean, if you listen to any podcast, I'm not too hard on myself because every podcast I've listened to, even from the big top, you know, top charts guys, they're all their early stuff sounds terrible. Yeah, we're working on it. Considering we're like looking over Bellevue Way next to giant glass windows and have no no recording booth. I'm okay with where we're at. Dan, I don't want people to know where I live. (laughs) Don't tell people I live above West Elm. I don't want people to know that. Hey, look, Orange Theory. <laughs> it's not an it's not an Orange Julius like I was hoping it was going to be. So. I didn't come here to lose weight. Exactly, exactly. I'll tell you. Oh no, it's it's fun to watch. Anyway, um, yeah, so we have a ton of events coming up. 
Uh, our big one will probably be doing some hosting out of California. Yeah, um, that's not quite in, in ink yet, but we're, no. going, we're going to be down. No, no, I mean, we're going to be down in California again. We're going to be doing our drive down, which uh, Rain City Supercars will be, and Dan's Drives will be sponsoring uh, our new, our new well, not new, but um, Seamont Rally. Yeah. Um, we'll be driving down this year, um, and Dan and I will uh, be volunteering at, well, volunteering slash working at Concorso, and there's some, some new things that we're going to be um, working on, and it should be a lot of fun. Um, we need to get Scott and Katrina in here. We will. No, we will. Scott and Katrina, I mean, that would be a long episode. I love those two. I love those two. We, we, so we have so much to talk about with them. But um, in case you guys don't know, um, I'm, obviously I've worked with Concorso for a long time, and Scott and Katrina are the head of marketing for Concorso. And Katrina also runs the fashion show during Concorso and does a fabulous job. And uh, in all of her little bit of spare time, she runs a wonderful business here in Bellevue where she does uh, uh, she has her own barbershop. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so we'll be posting more events online as well. I mean, we're going to... Adam from Avance is going to be on. We're going to be at a lot of their events, so look for us there. Exotics is starting up, which is one of the big things we want to talk about here, is our original opening date was the 7th. It rained out. Uh, so if it's nice this Saturday, and we're recording this on the 10th, so you guys will hear this before the before the event airs. We'll be opening this Saturday if it's not raining. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like it's going to rain the rest of the week. It looks like it's going to rain, but... Yeah, you never know. That's what we, you do. They call it on uh, Thursdays at like 3 o'clock. But uh, anyway, look for us there. If you guys come out to Exotics, come up and say hi. Don't be shy. You know what we look like. We're happy to talk to anybody who wants to come up to us. We're happy to talk to most people. Um, yeah, most people, not all of them. I think it's something <laughs> that we, we kind of graced over, but I think people have kind of seen it now. We have a logo. I, yeah. I don't think we really talked about it, obviously. We actually have two logos. We have a logo that you will see on the podcast, and eventually... When we'd like to, we'd like to get some some type of advertising out there on shirts. We're not sure how that's going to happen quite yet, but we have a logo for that as well. So we're really excited about that, and that is thanks to a very good friend of Dan's. Yeah, thanks again. That was our shout out to Holly Avery. That's uh, Hollyavery dot works, uh, not dot com. Do not do dot com. That is definitely not her. I promise you that. <laughs> Which is a great joke, which Holly laughs about, is if you go to hollyavery.com, you are literally going to find an escort. Oh, well, <laughs> just, I wanted a logo, got an escort. Well, that happens. <laughs> so Holly dollar Avery, for every time that happened. Yeah. Continue. Hollyavery.works, and it's H-O-L-L-Y-A-V-E-R-Y.works. And I'll post a link up on the, on the, the webpage as well, but she's quick turnaround time. I mean, she did this out of the... The goodwill of her heart, just because she knew we were starting up on this and said, I can do this for you. And sure enough, and she's got a pretty great professional she resume to She has patience to work with us. Well, yeah, can you, exactly. can you put a bunch of stuff into a logo? It's not going to look good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Keep it simple, boys. Oh, we can do that. We can do that. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely happy to plug her on that. She was a huge help in getting this going. And hopefully we'll have uh, some t-shirts and some other things up soon. Some stickers. Uh, it's all in the works. We've been busy. Yeah, it's tough because, as as you know, um, Dan and I have real jobs. Um, <laughs> we we try to do on the on the side to you know be able to afford the electricity to turn on the microphones to do this. So <laughs> it uh, it takes some time. But sleep we're, we're, is slightly overrated, right? I'll tell you, I don't know. I feel like the older I get, the less I need, but the more I sh- well, the less I need, but the more I should have. Does that make sense? Yeah, pretty okay. much. All right. That's, yeah, I think that's normal. Or am I just rambling like an old man? Like back in my day, we had a light bright, and you turned a calculator upside down so it said boobless. <laughs> and I still remember the numbers it takes. 553-78008. Yep. boy. There you go, Dan. <laughs> I got See? skills. We're teaching the new generation. <laughs> Somebody's like, calculator? Where's that on my phone? I don't get it. <laughs> 
there was a video on on social media that was floating around these last few weeks of this this grandmother was I don't know, she grandmother she older and she had her her granddaughter in the rotary phone and she was she just could not the granddaughter could not figure it out like it's like I don't understand how do you dial it's like oh my god I remember that like being corded and running around the house. Oh yeah, you yeah. had those super super long telephone cords. Absolutely, like the telephone cord was in, or the telephone was in the kitchen, and you yeah. like drug the cord all the way down. Your Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. To talk about boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean cars and uh, manly things. Yep, yep, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's take a quick break, and we're gonna regroup because I think I just threw Dan off his game a little bit. So we'll be right back. Hey everybody, this is Dan from Rain City Supercars. Rain City Supercars is brought to you by M Squared Fitness, personalized fitness and personalized performance. Nick and I are both members at M Squared and can personally testify to the great results. You can find M Squared Fitness at m2-fitness.com or on Facebook or Instagram at m2fitnessredmond. Mention Rain City Supercars and get your first visit free, but remember you've got to mention Rain City Supercars. And we're back. So one other fun event we went to, because like I said, it's spring, that means it's event season, uh, was our friends at Mule had their open house in their new location. Oh, yes. That was part of my Redneck Saturday. I forgot about that. (laughs) I helped fix a car. We went to Mule's open house. I went to the Supercross downtown, and I lost a tooth. (laughs) If it it does not get it, it, you cannot make yourself more of a deplorable than that. Well, so, no. we did start the day helping a friend. Oh, we did. We did. Uh, a good friend of ours needed some breaks, and um, for some reason she thought we would be capable of doing that. And, you know, so we're It good. turned out we were. It turned out we were. Thank I mean, God I had a big hammer. Thank <laughs> What's that have to do with the brakes? That pin that was stuck. No. <laughs> no, we really, needed, we really did use I know, a big we hammer. I know, we did really use a big hammer. Yeah, exactly, between the two of us. But, no, it was great. Um, Mule, if you don't know, is a local shop that does custom fab uh off-road accessories uh they're more of an overlanding shop than okay, an overland- off- they're not Sorry. like uh randy's off-road of an where it's like as hardcore as you can get off-road these guys are meant to go the distance and so they just launched this brand new showroom which is in actually a much better location it's much easier to get to their old location was not inconvenient it was right off of uh not, is that front gilman it's on gilman you take the front street exit you take a right and it's kind of you just got to navigate through some traffic so this is a little farther east off i-90 well, technically they're still there yeah, because yeah. that's so, their fab shops. That's their fabrication yeah. and their service department. Yeah, this is their showroom though, and their showroom, uh, to quote them, gives a much better indication of what their customers are like. Because this is not some like, you know, your red knockoff road place. They sell super high end accessories. I mean, they have stuff for everybody. But Mule is a high end shop. I had no idea they did overcab stuff and overcab stuff that I mean would would be really fun to take off road. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The full Aluma, Aluma cab chassis, I mean, a quick on and off. If you've got a truck, I mean, and you want to go camping or overlanding, really, is what it's designed for. They've got the right stuff. But new showroom is beautiful. Great hot dogs. I had too many of them, meaning two, but they were delicious. Did you chew those? Barely. <laughs> they were delicious. Yeah. Taylor was man in the grill. He's the, a, he listens the, to our podcast. The, Thanks, Taylor. Those hot dogs were delicious. The gas they created was not delicious. <laughs> um, yes, I apologize you, to everyone we, in the car on you, the way home. Yes, you, you did a fabulous job of cooking up the hot dogs. Um, you know, any, any place that has a good hot dog, you will find me. So, no, their new showroom is they're, actually there. As to give some point of reference, when you're driving from Seattle into Is, into uh, Issaquah. They're right next door to that, uh, what is it, uh, springless trampoline place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, and, you, if, if, and if everybody knows where that is, so they're right there now. And they have a wonderful location, wonderful showroom, tons of parking in the back. Just for clear, there's parking in the back. <laughs> yeah. um, 
<laughs> kind of looks like there's not parking in the front, but there is. There's parking in the front and the back. So, um, but it. Uh, if you've never gone in there, or have you ever, you've ever looked at you know a vehicle that you think you could modify and want to do overland stuff, go in and talk to them, because they will gladly sit down and talk to you, and tell you what you should do, what you shouldn't do, and 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 lead you in the right direction. They've been friends with Dan and I for a long time. Yeah, and we have a ton of listeners and friends that go there and spend a lot of money there. Uh, but uh, you don't have to. That's my point. No, they you do don't. A really good job. They're not going to sell you something you don't need. Exactly. You're going to get quality stuff from the beginning. So our one of our listeners, um, uh, Sarpins on Instagram, the Pins Gower, he, yeah. just, he just picked up an FJ40, which is like Ooh, fun. Concours. <laughs> it's flawless. Yeah. Under the hood, inside and out. It is absolutely flawless. It's one of the nicest ones I've ever seen. I cannot wait to see it out in public. He's, I mean, all of his vehicles are gorgeous, but... Uh, yeah. Anyway, it was a great time with lots of great cars to look at. I'll post some photos. You guys will, you guys, even if you're not in off road, it's one of those places you want to go look at. Cause you're just like, it's, it's really interesting to see. I wanted that Dodge truck. Oh, that, uh, it was, was an gorgeous. AEV prospector. That's right. Yeah. So if you've got, uh, if you've got the funds and you want something that'll go anywhere and carry a ton of stuff, you want an AEV prospector. It just looked bulletproof. <laughs> it really, yeah. I mean, it really did, you know, there's heavy duty bumpers and there's that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's, like train bumpers. Yeah, exactly. Like, this should be on a track. No, it was a lot of fun. It was, yeah. a, it was a lot Good of fun. Good times. Thanks um, mule. Yeah. As usual. So now I just want to spend all my money again. Yeah, they're very good at that. They're very good. At, I mean, they're, they're, they will definitely tell you what you need, and then you go, "Oh boy, I gotta go back to work." I'm like, "That looks shiny." <laughs> That's shiny. you don't want it shiny though. You want to rub it up against a tree, scratch the paint off. Oh, man, they had that extended range fuel tank there. So one of the th- bad things, the worst thing about the cruiser is the fact that it gets like 11 miles to the gallon on a good day, and me adding tons of steel and reinforcement to it isn't exactly helping. But uh, they had an extended range fuel tank there. Twenty, I think it was 25 gallons. It was fifteen hundred bucks installed, but I mean this thing is steel. It's like it, no, I get it. It takes I mean, the place of the spare tire, so you have one filler neck for both tanks. I mean it's really well designed, but ugh. like I said, the never-ending list just keeps growing. My favorite thing was that uh, that display they had right when you walked in the door. That that it was a overcab, but then you could they had the tent on top of it, and there was a storage for there was a compartment for your dog, and there was a slide out like it looked like there was a morgue slide. There were slide outs on both sides you could put bodies on, and then it had a built-in refrigerator and so many cool things. If only I had something to put it on. <laughs> they could fab up something on the. Uh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm let's sure. put it on the Triumph. You know I, that might be a little tough on the suspension. Um, <laughs> You know, I don't know if I'd quite have the ground clearance. Well, I really don't have it now. But, you know. Cut into the roof of the Beamer? Oh, I th- oh, that could work. Yeah. <laughs> it's aluminum. I don't think That'd I'd be, be able to get it into the parking room. It's aluminum. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing a little welding can't help. Or, you know. But, yeah. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, we'll, we'll try and be better about updating the website more, about putting a calendar up. Um, Avance put up a bunch of stuff today that I was drooling over. I cannot wait for. Um, if you're not a member of Avance, I don't know what you're doing. Like I said, it's the only car club I am a member of and with good reason. It's not that there aren't other good car clubs out there, but they are extremely active and their events are actually worth going to. Well, they're, and he's, Adam's kind of launching a couple of new, new projects with Avance, I think, if you look at the website, as far as uh, memberships. He's got some really, really great membership rates right now. Yeah, he's got good stuff in the works. Like I said, he's still launching everything and getting Avance going, which is, is, I shouldn't say he's getting it going. Avance is in full swing, but he's adding more to it all the time. The, the membership benefits are adding up and adding up and adding up, and we can't promote them enough because they're just great for the car community, which is the whole reason we started this thing was to help the car community get to know each other personally. And he has done an, such an excellent job of that. Well, that, and we just can't help but hear our beautiful voices. 
I just listen for yours. You do, wow. <laughs> yeah. Dan and I, if you don't know, are at that stage of friendship where, you know, you call them up and go, I need you to go to the desert with me with a shovel, and they don't ask questions. Yeah. I'm like, well, how long do I have to dig? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dan, I found a McLaren. Get your kidney. Yes. Uh, this last weekend, and we miss it because I had other stuff going on, but they did their Drive Everything in Emerald Downs. Uh, he's been doing a lot of events down in Emerald Downs because they can get a much larger space with much less traffic. I've done the BMW, the national BMW event there. It was one of the best things I've ever done. I mean, it, and it's great space. It's a great place to learn how to drive. Um, and he put on a great event down there. I wish we could have gone, but uh, we had other... Yeah, he's got more coming up, though. So just go to avance.com, look at the event calendar. You'll see a ton of stuff coming up. One of the favorite things, my favorite things, which is, I know is going to be uh, limited audience and limited spacing, but he's got a tour of the Automobili Lamborghini ACSL lab in, in Seattle coming up. And Nick's been there before, and I have on my keychain of my Corvette, I have one of the forged carbon uh, launch. It's like a little Lamborghini logo in forged carbon. But that's one of the most like amazing places you'll ever see. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just a little bit of background on that. If people don't know, um, there was a partnership between Boeing, Lamborghini, and the University of Washington. And mm-hmm. this lab used to be on the campus of the University uh, and of Callaway. Washington. And Callaway, too. Golf clubs. Yeah, gol- golf clubs, you're absolutely yeah. right. Um, and a ton of this forged carbon technology went into everything. Went into the golf clubs, went into, went into the cars, went into Boeing, and UW really profited from it. But they have since moved it off campus. Um, it's in a location that I cannot disclose. <laughs> Uh, it's not hard to find, if you know, but uh, you wouldn't know it's there. Um, but if you have an opportunity to go see it, it's incredible. And if you know cars, there's a Sesto Elemento there. It's cut in half, but there's a Sesto Elemento there. So it's, it's really neat. Yeah. Another one coming up, Godspeed Fabrication. This is an Avance tech session. Uh, again, Avance isn't a sponsor of the show, but like I said, he's got the cool events, so I'm dropping them here because everybody who's in the car world should know about this stuff. Godspeed Fabrication is all about metal fabrication. And if you've ever seen anybody work with an English wheel or anything like that with metal fabrication, it is an art that, uh, unfortunately, you don't... It's I shouldn't say it's dying because it's kind of coming back as you've seen the rat rods come back into fashion. Uh, so it's kind of cool to see that coming back, but it is definitely art. This is the epitome of rolling art, not the stance crap where it's just shoved on whatever I can put on my car, but actual fabrication and engineering. Well, and I mean... and. The best way I can say this is a lot of people don't know that that technology exists or that how, the way that was done. But if you remember, <laughs> this is I'm kicking it back to old school, but like Jesse James and the way he makes his choppers and yeah. he hand forms the tanks. Exactly. And, you know, you're talking about a, a, a pillow and you're, you're banging it out, you know, you're with the, the metal. Um, it's incredible. It's an incredible technology. I really hope it doesn't go away. I hope, I hope it comes back. But, you know, the fact that you can take... You know, like the old school, like the GT40s and stuff like that. They would build a, a wood frame, and then they would bang the aluminum until it fit the, the frame. And that, I mean, they really were making custom cars. So Yeah, and that's the cool thing about fabrication like this is it's not cutting corners, which is, I mean, when it comes down to it, of all my griping and complaining and sounding like an old man who's out of touch, this is my biggest complaint with a lot of the car scene now is it's cut corners on craftsmanship and quality to create something that looks like something else. But you get underneath it, and you see how poorly it's done. Quality fabrication is... Like, if you look look at Singer, like, mic drop. You see Singer. Wonderful sewing machines. <laughs> oh, different hobby? Or Sorry. the best Porsches on the planet. Oh, the best Porsches. Oh, those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. or Icon vehicle designs. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, but Singer's really changed the game because they are the, they are, there's like, people always reference it now in the car world. You see, oh, it's, it's Singer quality. It's like, no, no, no. There's Singer and then there's everybody else. 
and they've I don't proven think that there's better times. quality than Singer. There isn't. I, I, I've looked. I've tried. I mean, unless you're looking at like maybe Koenigsegg, literally. I think the only thing that's close to Singer and you can't buy them is Magnus Walker's cars. The stuff he does on his cars, the custom stuff. I mean, he's a, he's an original person, but it's yeah. really close. Yeah, in actually, my mind, uh, one of our listeners actually has or was. Uh, is buddies with Magnus Walker yeah. and I don't like to name drop him here, but he drove a GT2 up here uh, for the fun of it. And I got to take a really good close look at one and hop inside of one of Magnus's GT2s. And holy crap. Like that's one uncomfortable. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but two, so beautifully awesome performance built and functional. Yeah. And which I, of course I immediately fell in love with. It was like, I could, you know, I don't care if this thing hurts my kidneys. I want to sit in it forever. If you don't know who Magnus Walker is, it's not a country song by the Kentucky headhunters. Go find Google Magnus Walker and, and watch any special you can on him. He's an incredible, he's a Brit that that's he's, and he, he made it. He made his, his wealth clothing. in, in, huh? in clothing. clothing. He still does. Yeah. But he is a true Porsche connoisseur to say the least. I mean, yeah. and he has become bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, to the point now where you can actually buy his cars through hot wheels, but um, yeah, <laughs> he's done okay for him. He's done. Okay. But he's, it's, he's incredible to talk to. Um, Ben Abrams and E Garage did a did a, a, an episode with him, and it was really good. Yeah, so. I was gonna say that's another one that came to mind. Actually, some of the E Garage cars we've seen come through that Cuda, the white Cuda. Oh yeah, might be one of the most mind blowing cars I've ever seen. But that's a different topic for a different show. Yeah, if you're gonna talk about the E Garage stuff, you talk about Ben's uh, what is it? His Camaro. Yeah, which I still do not understand how he got that license plate. Yeah. So anyway, that's all I've got on the calendar for now. But um, there's going to be a lot more events um, as as the summer progresses. We've we've got some um, some brand deals coming. The fact that we're going to be doing some you know Rain City Supercars, you know get-togethers, think, little things like nothing nothing no car shows. But we're going to be doing events where you know we're going to be sharing with our our uh, our sponsors and things like that. Yeah, and let's bring that back. Uh, we're a community show based around cars. We want to bring people together. Cars are a catalyst for that. We've known that for a long time, but the people we bring on, the guests we bring on, the the businesses we plug are because they help the community grow. And that's all I've ever really wanted from this. That's the whole point. The whole reason we started this was to make a better car community. Well, and speaking of that, um, uh, as you can see, Dan has been hard at work and our, our website looks incredible right now. We do have a contact page on there. And I mean, unlike a lot of sites, we really do answer the questions and we, we get a few that come in. If you've got questions or if you've got ideas, you know, or you sit there and say, oh, I think this person should be on or this would be a good interview, email us. I mean, you all know us and that's what that's what makes it fun. Come talk to us because, you know, as much as, you know, we try to sit here and, and bring in a, the best guests we know, maybe there's somebody you know that we should be on this podcast that would, would have their knowledge spread throughout the Internet. Yeah, we'd love to meet new people. So yeah. if anybody's got any suggestions or thinks we should. Great. Send them our way. Um, a special shout out to Addison, actually. Thank you for emailing me. Uh, one of our listeners actually emailed me, who I don't know in person, which was, it's always cool to get some uh, a listener who I don't know messaging me about something, referencing our uh, How to Mod Your Car the Right Way episode yeah. about LEDs. And he was having a, uh, a fitment issue, I guess, and didn't want to be blinding other drivers. One of the things we've talked about on that one was that you should retrofit projectors. So, I sent him what I knew, and we've been talking back and forth, and I hope his project's going well. He was retrofitting uh, just a Corolla to get better light output and doing, um, I, I recommended the Morimoto H1 kit, uh, which retrofits projectors. But thanks for reaching out and messaging me. Addison, I, look, keep me updated on your project. It's been fun emailing you and getting to know a listener. So 
and because I always keep my promises and I haven't said it in a while, uh, I haven't commented on PT Cruisers. And uh, there's an individual <laughs> out there that just waits for it. So, um, you know, if you need a slow car uh, that can haul some plants, buy a PT Cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're looking at a PT Cruiser, we know the guy you should talk to who knows everything about him. Yeah. Matt, this is for you. Remember, it's Dan's fault. It's never my fault. He's making me do it. Yeah, it's my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, we got to throw Sydney under the rug again. Sydney, yes. Uh, she works at uh, a large department store here in uh, Bellevue who nicely met Dan and asked him about his podcast. So, yeah. And she's not a tailor. She was very mad at you for that. <laughs> she's whatever. Else. Oh, she's mad at me for getting her job wrong. Right. How interesting is that? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. For you. Yeah. Maybe she'll listen to our podcast and I'll stop calling her a tailor. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, uh, Taylor still works at Hollywood. I said hi the other day. Oh, good. Yeah. Hi, Taylor. We're reaching back on our episodes. You got to shout out to the people who support you, though. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, Dan and I have really been embraced, and I think this is a good opportunity to really thank everybody. Um, you know, we know this is a little self-fulfilling <laughs> having hey, our own podcast, but yeah, you know. we started it for fun. And like I said, to build the community up. Yeah. So it's always fun to reach out back to your community. Yeah. We've been, we've been blessed. I feel lucky to be here. It's been a well, good, now we're dragging time. on like old men. So I think yes, this is where we true. should wrap it up. It's been a wonderful episode 23. We've got a, like Dan said, a lot coming, um, coming right now. Yeah. We've and got several guests in the works. Let's end with that. So we're going to do a regroup, hopefully with our friends at driver's club as they get close to launching. And then we've got, uh, what's Haggerty coming on Ashley from Haggerty coming Ashley on from Haggerty, uh, Lamborghini of Bellevue. Um, we've got, I've got a friend of mine. He's not confirmed next week that has got stories that involved oh, yeah. rallies and bill goldberg so it should be a really good episode yeah we got yeah. a lot in the works we want to just thank everybody for listening and hanging in there so thanks for tuning in i'm nick i'm dan don't just get there enjoy the drive <laughs>